Welcome to the Brand Ballers Podcast, where it's all about learning to build a brand that people understand. So in this week's episode of the Brand Ballers Podcast, we're going to continue our series about companies, uh, about how companies have built their brands in unexpected ways. And in this episode, we're going to open up Carl's uh, diary to hear about his previous experiences of doing something, uh, about doing something or building his brand in an unexpected way. So... <laughs> Carl, open up that book. Tell us what did you do that was so mysteriously weird and good well, for your I didn't business? think I didn't I didn't think this would ever happen to me, but <laughs> <laughs> I never thought this would happen to me. But yeah. anyway, so uh, okay, so yeah, it's not quite that. I guess I, I don't know, mysterious or whatever. Just kind of, I guess, lucky. So at the time that this that this happened, it sounds like I'm sounds like I'm telling some weird like personal story about like some. It's good. It's good. Let's go with I, it. I, <laughs> anyway, so okay, so what happened was at the time I was actually teaching presentations at uh, Korean Air, and I was living obviously in Korea at the time, and I got this opportunity to to teach a presentations course there, and while I was doing this course in the middle of it, the the manager who was a really, she was a nice lady. She, she wanted to do a lot of stuff with the course. And so she asked, you know, for different things. And one of the things she asked for were um, videos. She said, do you have any videos or can you find any videos on YouTube that you can maybe show in the class that taught presentation skills? And, you know, it's funny that when she asked me that, first I was slightly offended because I thought, okay, she doesn't like what I'm teaching. <laughs> but at the same time, I thought, okay, that's actually a good idea because we can not only learn from people that are maybe teaching something and we could learn from that, but maybe if they're doing it poorly, I can say, well, this is the way that you don't do it kind of thing. So anyway, so I looked and on YouTube and there really wasn't anything. And, you know, what was there wasn't all that impressive in, in my mind anyway. So I think I did show, I think, I don't remember now exactly, but I, made, I might have shown the stuff that was bad and, and might have said, you know, that is not good. And maybe did something that said, okay, this is good. But... Uh, from that, it kind of led into, you know, me thinking, well, why don't I just make the videos myself, right? Uh, and so at the time, I was working with my former business partner, and he was, um, and he, and both of us kind of said, okay, well, yeah, we could maybe, you know, start up a website and have uh, and teach people about presentations, and uh, specifically because they were non-native English speakers, we could teach them stuff they could say in presentations, and so. Uh, so the website presentation expressions was born out of that. Um, and from there it just, you know, kind of grew, I guess. Um, you know, I was always interested in making videos, whatever. So yeah, it just kind of grew from there. Well, so when you were thinking of starting on YouTube, I mean, you didn't have this idea like I want to be a YouTube celebrity and really just produce a lot of videos for that reason. Did you? Um, no, not initially because, um, it was more just, okay, if somebody watches it, then great. But you know, I had like I had the podcast before that, so kind of ex I kind of thought, okay, well, maybe this is just like another evolution of the podcasting. I can sort of you know teach people in uh, in a different format or whatever. So if it became popular, that'd have been great. I don't think it was necessarily the the goal of it. Mm -hmm. It was more just okay, you know, I can teach people and show them stuff, and and maybe that'll help me with getting different opportunities for work or whatever. So that's kind of why I did it. I think at that at that stage. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, just to make sure that people learned in, in the way that I wanted them to learn instead of learning from other people. That was maybe um, a bit of an ego trip thing where I'm like, okay, no, you don't learn from anybody else. You learn from me. That's it. Kind of thing, right? Well, I don't know. But. Well, it kind of makes sense. Like if you're teaching them in person and then you, you, know, you want them to follow a certain logic that you think is right, then you make it. Like you make yeah. the videos to follow. 
Yeah, no, that's 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 exactly the thought process. I mean, I'd rather have them learn from me than someone else that I have to, you know, fix kind of thing, fix what they what they what they learn from them kind of thing. So yeah, yeah. so so it has been good. And um, and what's happened since then is that that website probably gets between eight to ten thousand visitors every single month, and the YouTube channel has grown to just over twenty thousand subscribers. So um, it's definitely helped to establish the brand. And what would you say, like, uh, how has it impacted your your business or what would you say you've learned from this? Well, I think that the main thing is that it's it's literally, it, it was literally the start of everything that I'm doing now. Um, because the, the stuff that I did, uh, the video work that I did at the time, it really helped me understand, okay, how do I actually make a video? Um, how do I do the editing? Um, and then the presentation stuff, the more I taught, the more I learned. Um, that sort of said to me, oh yeah, you can actually do this. And, and then, you know, from there it grew to being able to teach it to other companies and other businesses. And, um, uh, and then also it led to doing more of the, uh, the voiceover work as well, because people could see, oh yeah, he, he knows what he's doing. It led to doing stuff on TV, it, um, the radio stuff, uh, pretty much everything. And then, and now the videos that I make for people now, because I realized that, uh, the videos that people want, the explainer videos, are basically presentations. Mm -hmm. So, you know, taking the idea of, okay, how do you give a good presentation and converting that into how do you make a good explainer video? So that's that's where, that's, I guess, what's happened is that everything that I'm doing now, literally, like I said, mm -hmm. is a result of all the other stuff that I did before. Yeah. It kind of sounds like you went from helping others to be uh, good presenters to more presenting on behalf of other people. People come to you now because they they basically want their products or their services presented to the public in a certain way. So it's like these skills that you've acquired from doing this you know this YouTube stuff. It's sort of like saying, okay, now I can become the voice and the the person that actually presents the products for people and, and businesses. Yeah, exactly, and that's and that's exactly what I learned. I think is that you know people not only do they want you to do that for them, but if you can find a way to just like we talked about in previous episodes, just adapting and just kind of thinking, okay, yeah, I can do this in this certain way, but as long as you're kind of learning and adapting and adjusting to what people uh, might want or um, how you can give them more value, then yeah, you can definitely use that to propel your business and your brand. All right, so the mystery is out of the air. So why don't we go with some action steps here? Yeah, okay, so the action steps for this one here is, uh, number one, is to keep your ear to the ground. And what I mean by that is that really pay attention to what's going on around you with maybe industries that are similar to yours or in your own industry and uh, figure out, okay, well, what are people complaining about? What do they have issues with? Everyone's got issues, right? Everyone's got something that they complain about all the time. And, and see if that's a fit for what you can offer. Just like with Mike, when he talked about his websites and stuff like that, he basically didn't even have a website when he when he said, "Okay, I'll design a website for somebody." He just was paying attention to what was going on and help somebody out. And that's exactly what I did as well. Is that people were complaining about, "Okay, there aren't any good videos," or I was complaining there weren't any good videos for presentations. So why don't I make them? And you know, to be honest though, the the very first ones were brutal. I mean, they if when I watch them now, I, I'm embarrassed. Honestly, I watch <laughs> them, I go, "Oh my god, I can't believe I made those things." Yeah, but. The point is, you know, I knew what people wanted and those videos are still really popular now because they still offer the same uh, advice or um, learning experience that people wanted. So it doesn't matter, you know, how bad they were at the beginning, mm -hmm. as long as you're kind of paying attention and offering people solutions 
um, then you can have that opportunity to do something with your brand and to grow it as well. Yeah, I think something about that just problem solving thing is that uh, it's so easy to get someone's attention. And you know, like if a friend complains about, oh, you know, my day is terrible, and if you were just able to propose something saying, well, I bet I can make it. I, I bet I can make your day ten times better. I mean, they're already like willing to listen, and I think it's just like even just having that conversation with someone saying, uh, maybe I don't know the perfect solution now, but um, I'm interested to work on it and find a, find a way to fix it for you. I think it could draw some interest right there and maybe start something. Like a- yeah, totally. I think it's it's like we talked about in the other episode where we do have to let people know about what we do. Mm-hmm. So in a way that, okay, if you're going to do this, you do have to sort of uh, publicize it. So I think that I remember when I first made the website, I did tell them, I said, oh yeah, by the way, I made the website and I made these videos. So why don't you check them out? And and so I know that many people that hired me afterwards, um, they did see the videos, they did see the website, and it was e- it was easy for me to say, hey, have a look at the videos that I made. Maybe this is something you'd be interested in in learning about or doing. Um, and uh, actually, one of the jobs that I got with the uh, the Bank of Korea, the Central Bank of Korea, they actually saw one of my videos on um, on a on like a mutual friend's um, Facebook uh, feed or something like that, mm. and so. The person there was in charge of the education at the bank uh, and said, yeah, we want this guy to come and teach. And I think that led to like a year and a half of um, a full on like teaching for them. So it was really good. So things like that. Very cool. OK. Yeah. What's another okay, one? And then another one. OK. So the second action step here is to fill a need when opportunity presents itself, even if you don't do it perfectly at first. So that's what I said before, is that even though I wasn't really perfect in terms of producing the videos and uh, even just to myself, like being in front of the camera, uh, maybe some of the things that I taught maybe, but I knew that it was good enough that people could learn from it. And that was always my focus was to make sure that whatever that need was, that I made sure I filled it with enough value and information and whatever that um, people, even if they you know, thought, okay, the video sucks in terms of production value or whatever, but the information was really good. And there's one video, I mean, there's one that's like, um, uh, that I that I talk uh, with, um, uh, I think I did like a screen capture video or something. Mm-hmm. And it's just me um, doing a screen capture video. And that one has like, I think like 130 or 140,000 views. I can't remember exactly, I could be totally wrong about that. But I know that's really popular. And I hate that video. Like I watched that, I go, I can't believe I made that. That that totally sucks. But people watch it all the time and like comment about how, how helpful it is. So, <laughs> you know, so it's just, you know, it doesn't have to be perfect. Just feel that need when an opportunity presents itself. Very cool. Actually, I just want to share a, a quick story because this just happened. Um, so on YouTube, I randomly made a video. It's one minute long of just capturing it raining outside. So it's just you just hear rain for uh, for one minute. A bunch of people were commenting. Well, I say a bunch. Like five people in the past five years have said, "Oh my gosh, can you make something like this but ten hours long instead of one minute?" But actually, oh, <laughs> but actually, a guy just wrote back to me and said, "I'm I'm making videos for a nonprofit organization. Can I use?" this as a background music. <laughs> what? That's crazy, right? <laughs> yeah, right? So I'm like, yeah, sure. Here's my uh, email and I'll give you the, the real files. But uh, yeah, like it's sort of random, but it fits a need for someone. And maybe you don't know what the needs are for everyone. So just throw some stuff out there and maybe it might stick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. And, and that's really important to just kind of, you know, throw stuff out there. And I think that leads into the third action step really well. Is it the stuff you throw out there, the more you do it, the better you get at it. And hopefully you keep improving that. And then you'll start delivering better and better results. And I know that 
from the videos that I used to make for the presentation stuff, I mean, I shrunk those down to like literally like two and a half, you know, not even three minute long videos, right? Because I realized that, okay, people want to know, but they want to know as quickly as possible. So I try to, you know, deliver that information really quickly. It's also because I don't have time to make like super long videos anyway, but I also know that what I can teach them, I can compact down so and, and make that better. So yeah, so keep improving. And that is this episode of the Brand Ballers Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to get fresh new episodes each and every single week. And please let us know if you have any questions or topics that you'd like us to cover. Thanks for listening to Brand Ballers, learning to build a brand that people understand. <laughs>